Hello and welcome. You are listening to Stuff You Should Know About Therapy. We are the number one podcast for seekers of mental health. We offer roughly quarter hour bites of therapy that you can finish in one sitting and take with you for the rest of the day. My name is Matthew and I'm a marriage and family therapist as well as a certified family life educator. The most valuable thing in our lives is attention. And I thank you for giving me yours for this podcast. I hope it serves you well. Let's get in to today's episode. Today, I want to direct your attention to the developing topic of sex and helpful ways to challenge thinking around it and how to have it be a healthy part of our lives. Sex and love is probably the most addictive thing that you can't live without. That's why Sex and Love Addicts Anonymous is the second most visited behind Alcoholics Anonymous. Great information to have, but what do we do with it? Well, Firstly, we should be careful of the context we put this powerful emotional force in. If we consistently find ourselves in a negative space during or after sexual experiences, we might be acting on and training a self-destructive tendency. Secondly, We should know that the sexual influence we exert on others is much more powerful than we realize and that it has the potential to hurt the people we care about. Sexual situations that consistently leave us feeling bad could be porn meaningless hookups, or a relationship with underlying issues. If any of these are happening, the first step is to ask the right questions. Is porn an escape from a painful reality? Why do I feel the need to hook up with people I don't care about? What resentment is unaddressed in my relationship? Is it mine? Or is it my partner's? None of these questions lead to answers that are easy to face. Being adjusted and happy is certainly not an easy thing. It requires us to face the chaos within us and try to make some sense out of it. To align it with our supposed purpose in life. Self-destructive tendencies are a manifestation of an underlying misalignment of our spirit. 
we act in ways that go against what we believe to be true or right. And that ultimately lowers our self-esteem, which makes us want to punish ourselves, which makes us seek out pleasure at any cost. And so the vicious cycle restarts all over again. It is a huge effort to break these cycles, but one that is absolutely vital and worthwhile. On the other side of the coin, we may be sexually promiscuous, a heartbreaker, so to speak. It's funny that the innocuous term for this sort of behavior actually perfectly illustrates the problem. When we leak sexual energy willy-nilly, we tend to hurt people. This is a tough one because flirting can be hard to define. Other forms of this are stringing somebody along, teasing, or even an emotional affair. What we are doing is looking for human attention and connection in any way that we can get it. Because in this moment, we are in pain and we don't care about the long-term consequences. Men lie about wanting to settle down in order to get women in bed. It's unfortunately a common thing that's displayed in movies and television, and it's completely effed up. Are these leading men so sad and lonely that they have to lie about their true intentions in order to get sexual attention from women and to feel important? It isn't a good thing to look up to. It's pathetic, and it hurts people. On the other hand, women may use their sexual charm to get men that they know they will never date or sleep with, to do all kinds of things for them, equally common and equally unjustifiable. In order to treat others with respect, we need to be open and honest with one another. It is a long-term strategy because it leads to real connection and better relationships filled with trust and respect. And I am one to tell you that sex in these committed relationships is way better than any meaningless fling.
Sex is not only for reproduction. It truly is an act of intimacy and bonding. It creates trust and love that can ultimately turn into a beautiful, loving family. Sex needs discussion. It needs honesty. Honesty needs bravery. Because what is true is rarely convenient. If we think we are doing the right thing by sparing temporary feelings, we are wrong. We actually disrespect our partner by telling little white lies, lose respect for them subconsciously, and again, unfortunately, the cycle continues. Relationships that aren't codependent, which simply means that each relies on the other for their own source of happiness, requires each partner to make a pact. And that pact is to always sacrifice temporary comfort for the sake of honesty. It is exactly as difficult as it sounds. When asked a question or a favor, each partner must respond with the truth. Each must look after their own happiness and comfort first and foremost. If the question is asked, do you like it when I do this? If the answer is no, we better say no. This might sound like a fight waiting to happen, and it might be for you. You can't just suddenly start telling hard truths if that isn't the expectation in the relationship. It requires long talks, a pact, and probably a third party, like a therapist. But when truth is the priority, both people always know when they are getting it right. Sex can grow to a new level that is hard to imagine if you haven't been there. If you and your partner want to achieve this, begin the talks that will put honesty over temporary comfort. Sex and love are tied together as one is the expression of the other. Yes, you can have sex without love, but it's like dancing without music. Weird, awkward, and unenjoyable. 
we have tried our best to separate the two and pretend they aren't the same. But that is usually just an excuse to make distance in a painful relationship. We can't get away from it as much as we might want to. If we feel a disconnect, a good thing to do is to start asking the right questions. Why are we looking at pornography? Why are we looking for meaningless sex? What does it mean for us? What is the end game? I don't know your answers to these questions, but I do know that these questions are important. So, what are the benefits of a healthy sex life? The answer to that question is simple. It's up to you. I want to thank you so much for listening today. Where we put our attention is what our lives are made of. And I thank you for letting me be a part of your life today. If any of this was helpful to you, please share it with someone you love. If you have a moment, please leave a review. Anything you can write down about the podcast would mean the world to me. I don't know about you, but I always check the reviews before I start a new podcast. So if you think someone would like this, please help them out by writing a review. I thank you from the bottom of my heart, and I hope you take something from this episode and it makes your life a little brighter.